0: promises and never follow through there's a lot of things that I do wrong
1: if you're looking for the perfect one this ain't for you hello guys and welcome back before we get into the show I would like to say a few things So this week's episode is going to be a little different because this will be my first guest feature of the year. If you know anything about Crystal Clear and you listen to Crystal Clear on the first year, you know I talked to quite a few people uh, last year and I just haven't gotten around to doing so you know I feel like I'm in my procrastination phase of podcasting if you didn't know it was a thing this is me telling you jot that down it's coming for you anyway (laughs) anyway we you know have a great conversation in fact we had a wonderful conversation but that conversation did get lost no thanks to me and um we did what we could to recreate it, and that's going to be the second episode that you'll eventually get, but I do, I did enjoy the conversation that we were able to keep and that you're about to hear in a few moments, so thanks again for returning, and enjoy, and I'll talk to you in a bit. Welcome to Crystal Clear, the podcast where clarity is the goal, clarity in life, clarity in choices. And just being totally clear with who I am and where I desire to be. And believe it or not, I have a guest, Jay. Hey, Jay.
2: (laughs) Hey, how are you?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Really good. How are you? I'm good.
2: I cannot complain.
1: That's really good. That is swell, even. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I, I make myself laugh. You know how it goes. So... Man, how has the podcast lifestyle or life been treating you?
2: uh it's been pretty good um this year's been um a, a year of like lots of work uh whether that be personal or mainly for the podcast. um We've got a lot of things coming and um other like details and stuff to iron out. But I've learned a lot more from, like, attending podcast events and um, being around other creatives and also, like, drawing inspiration. Um, I think as far as podcasting, I've also learned that the things that they tell you in the beginning aren't necessarily true, like consistency and how to build community. Um, I think there are, like, loopholes in that. And so I'm kind of finding how to fine-tune all of those.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, you you just, you know, when you first start, I think about doing a podcast, you Google a few things here and there, and you kind of trust what they tell you, <laughs> and you, mm-hmm. you go from there, you know, and that's even if you Googled it. You know, some people just right. bought a mic and said they were going to start talking, and that's what it was, and we see where they are today. But you are what, three years in the game now?
2: Longer? Yeah, this is my yeah, this is my third year. Um this is also almost one year of running uh the Pod Dealer Network. Um and so everything is happening all at once. So three years of podcasting, one year of being a creative director. Um and it's all been pretty Um, it's all been pretty fun. Like, I'm still learning and still growing. I'm watching other people who started around the same time that I did and, like, the way that they're advancing and it's still, like, really inspirational.
0: Mm hmm
1: Yeah, podcasting is very inspirational and, like, other things can also be, you know, very um, stressing because you can compare yourself to other shows and, you know, Mm -hmm. their growth compared to your own and you know, it's just you have to find the balance and what works for you and can, you know, constantly be honest with yourself as far as where you are today. And you're going to be comparing mm-hmm. yourself to where you were a year ago, maybe two years ago. And it's just mm-hmm. all about being as honest as you can. Every day, every time you try to get up to yeah. the court. just right, honesty. Yeah. So for me, yeah. um I'm I'm soon to hit my uh second year um in November and you know, it's like I feel like there's growth, but my growth is different. Um I feel like I'm more so just becoming who I am like entirely opposed to just like uh crystal clear because I know crystal me or whatever I know crystal clear when I'm Mm. in that in that setting you know I intend for it to be more personal right and so you're not going to get like the the broader picture of the personality you're just going to get that intimate setting her and her innermost thoughts and frustrations and whatever whatever you get in that in that setting Mm. and so and then you know branch out into like another show when you're just being the day-to-day person you know So I I feel like I get to, you know, draw a clearer picture of who I am for people Mm -hmm. who are trying to figure out exactly what what's all involved with who I am. But that's how I feel like I'm growing as far as like networking and stuff. I feel like maybe I'll get to, you know, do more of that, do more events, maybe even have a live show with the other Mm -hmm. podcast and you know because we are three shows in one you know incorporate some crystal clear and just get a feel for like that type of thing because I Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with never showing my face but um I also want to experience that because it's all about you know learning and seeing how you feel in that moment I actually may like it so I don't want to just assume oh it's nerve-wracking I can not handle it you know (laughs)
2: Yeah, I, I absolutely understand that. I I my favorite uh crystal clear is Road Road Rage Crystal Clear. Um, she's, she is my favorite. I feel like that is the realest version of um R- road rage clear might be my favorite. I was like, Oh no, 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 no. All those like, and the Lord
0: said
2: yeah. turn the Corinthians. I'm with it. I like that too. Um, but hurry up and go through the light clear. <laughs> <was>
0: my <laughs> oh my god.
1: Um yeah, yeah, no. Yes. I I enjoyed um recording in my car, but it's like oh my goodness, it's a task because before you can get like a point out, say you really have something to say, somebody can do something yeah. silly and that's it. That's your point. It's gone. You're going to have to work your way back. Yeah. So that is an extreme <laughs> challenge, an extreme one. So I have to, you know, really, really, really be on point mentally to pull one of those off, like consistently, because it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to do. Like your mind. I believe it. <laughs> your mind has to be on, you know, something special for you to pull it off without a hitch, because Lord knows people don't care what you're doing eight car. They really don't. No, 100%. Yeah. But yeah, so that's
2: they, they care what they're doing in their car.
1: That's true. That's true. That is so true. Like, we all are trying to do a million things. I'm just like, at least I'm trying to look at the road. I'm not certain what everybody else is yeah. doing. I'm trying to at least look at the road and talk. So, that is yeah. that. Um, it was really fun. I just, I just enjoy bringing something different, you know, to my show. And just... You know, being a complete person, because I feel like for the longest time, you know, anybody who was some some, some sort of a celebrity or a socialite, you only got this one side, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's their best dress side. You know, they're putting their best foot forward. And, like, all you want is, like, a full human. Like, you know they're going to have issues. You know everything isn't perfect. Can I see a glimpse of that? You know, and I feel like people are mm-hmm. kind of getting better at it as we progress, you know, as we continue to live, you know, I see more people showing their vulnerable side and I love it because that's what I've been looking for. So that's what I've been trying to be.
2: Yeah, no, I think that that's dope. I do think there's a mixture though. Um, I do think there is a mixture of people who like want to be, um, fully formed, uh, on the internet and or give you the what they were really like in person versus um you know via the internet
0: mm-hmm. but
2: I also think that there aren't like there are things that get lost like tone and like nuance and all that other stuff so mm-hmm. it's hard to kind of read people's tone by Facebook Twitter um, I think that's why Instagram is kind of my favorite because um I, like the picture, and then I think if you get to like listen to the show or talk to me, you kind of get like my sense of humor.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, as a person who struggles with like vulnerability, I always, I never know like what's too much because there are people who do the emo thing for attention.
0: Mm-hmm. And I even
2: hate saying that phrase like for attention. I think it's something that we, we overuse. Right. Um, it, it is a thing where you're like, I can't tell if they're, like, is this a thing where I'm supposed to engage with them saying, like, they struggle with depression or even, like, suicidal thoughts uh, versus them being, like, this is how I'm feeling. And since um we are in this space where I'm giving you access to me, I want to show you this side. Because also the thing I had to realize, too, with, as being podcasters, we're closer to being – Media personalities and entertainers than we are just day to day people true. um and that's something that we have to really like assess whether we want it or not
1: yeah, I mean that that is true um for me, like it's always the whether I want it or not, <laughs> you know like and and I mm-hmm. guess i can't I can be pretty careless in that realm because I am rebellious in a sense to where I'm just going to be who I am, you know. And Mm -hmm. whatever part of, you know, my personality or my feelings shine through in that moment, that's what you're going to get. And, like, I guess for so long it was so hard for me to, I guess, be comfortable in that. Like, I'm rebellious with it now. So I kind of, like, I struggle with that balance of, you know, media entertainment personality Mm -hmm. and day-to-day person because even at the end of the day if i have the responsible the responsibility of being like media personality or entertainer this is an actual uh circumstance that i'm going through or this is what i i'm dealing with this is how i truly truly feel and this it may entertain you and that's awesome but this is real life you know you know and that's kind of where i i guess i struggle because Some days, I don't, I don't want to feel like an entertainer. I want somebody to understand that this is the truth. Take it as such, you know, and Mm -hmm. I, I don't know, it's, it's weird for me in that regard, but I absolutely understand it and respect it in a sense, but I guess, you know, me and my rebellion, I'll see how far it gets me.
2: No, I like, I like that you're rebellious because I think I remember listening to one of your episodes where you were essentially like, like keep your, it was something around like keep your compliments. And and I thought that was really smart in a way for you being like, look, I don't, I don't want to be put up on a pedestal. I don't want y'all to come to me for advice. I don't want the like, hey, oh, like too many compliments will do something to you. Yeah. Like you will get in the space. And then when the compliments and the stuff stops coming, then it, it does something else to you.
0: Right. Um, mm-hmm. And so
2: I thought that was really smart of you being like, while I appreciate you guys liking the show or liking me, I need y'all to not do that. And so I was like, oh, man, I never would have. Like, nobody says that in a way, right? Like, if, if you're right. an actress or you're trying to do something, especially in the business of doing – um a a podcast or anything by yourself where you you do all the work like you Mm -hmm. edit it, you think up the topics, you do all of this stuff you put the show out you you want people to listen Mm so you do have that, like I want y'all to listen and take something away from this but it is a piece where you're like, but don't don't mix it up like don't feel like you fully know me don't engage with it in a way where you're like you're the best and that kind of thing because then it becomes something else right um and I think that was it was really smart of you to kinda like keep it in perspective that way.
1: Right. And that's that's a chore. That's a chore. I feel like I have to keep everything in my life in perspective because like I guess a large part of me, um, you know, there's it's a pe it's a people pleaser in here and that's who I'm rebelling mm-hmm. against for the most part. A people pleaser. And I guess The truest part of me just wants to be honest, say, hey, listen, I know how it works. I know people need someone to go to. They would love to, you know, have someone that they can, you know, physically cast their cares upon. We know it's supposed to be God, but we're all looking for like God in physical form. So we unintentionally Hmm. give people that responsibility. And so I know how that works. You know, I was raised in the church. I saw people doing it to the pastors. I saw it so I was just like look understand me hear me clearly that's not my job I don't want it okay and if anybody's going to be responsible here it's going to be you and so it's like I really want y'all to see me for who I am this imperfect person flawed just like you I'm just like you you know I just get on here and decide to you know talk and, you know Help somebody feel, you know, relatable because I feel crazy sometimes. I feel, you know, I feel all kind of ways. And I just wanted to, Mm. you know, share that with people. But I I feel like if you're not telling people or reminding people, like giving that disclaimer, saying, hey, be careful. You know, I will let you down. And I don't know what that means for you. (laughs) You know, so don't put too much over here. Don't put too much stock over here. Don't your pedestal. I can't. I can't. You know, and so I'm, I'm happy that, you know, it, it comes across as, you know, the intelligent thing to do. Because a lot of times when I'm being that person, when I'm saying the things that I feel, when I'm talking about the things that I'm concerned with, a lot of times I do feel off base. I do feel like, <laughs> are you making this stuff up? Like, where is it coming from? Why do you feel like somebody's mm-hmm. taking you so seriously? Like, on everything I say, there's a lot of doubt saying, why are you even saying that? Like, nobody looks at you like that, you know? So. It's a it's it's a balance, but it's just me trying to, if there's someone out there who really, really just wants to give someone else that responsibility, I want to be as honest as possible. I'm putting that disclaimer out, and I think that's important. I feel like we all should do it because you just never know who is taking you to heart, who is giving you that responsibility. Because we are yeah. the I
2: Yeah. And those people don't often tell you that they're doing that, right? I mm. think it's just uh it's it's an implied thing where
0: mm-hmm. you're like,
2: Well I've I've shown up like and that's the part where the consistency plays
0: mm-hmm.
2: um where consistency plays a part in that. Whether your show is there every week or um how many other times you drop and the message is consistent. Um they will build that relationship with you without even you necessarily knowing. Mm-hmm. And and then, like you said, like you know, I want to live like Crystal's living, or I want to, um, I want to be a part of that movement per se.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and then, like you said, when mistakes arise, where you, you know, <laughs> if you slip up and you just want to do a show full of cusses and say how you don't believe in things and they're gonna be like this isn't the crystal clear I know right (laughs) like no I this is uh no this is me this is a part of me um so I get it I absolutely understand I think those are the things that I've learned maybe like along the way or the hard way or like being like oh yeah nobody tells you that in these podcast seminars or nobody who's been doing it for X amount of years ever brought up like here's a thing you should do for your audience or here's a thing that you should should say. So I ended up like kinda discovering that um along the way, like, oh we yeah, we should <laughs> we should talk about this or um or maybe we should engage uh we should engage the audience differently.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um but I'm with you. I'm also like a people pleaser. Like I do get happy like i get happiness from making other people happy right mm-hmm. so like if we get enough jokes on the show and people are like oh this segment really made me laugh
0: mm-hmm. or
2: dang you said something that kind of stuck with me mm-hmm. um then i feel like yeah we like yo i did my job like that's what i wanted to do um right. and so I, I never like i did never i never really knew what to do with that per se like okay This is, I also wanted that. Like, I wanted you to think, so now I feel better because I did my job Um, without necessarily, you know, being, it being cool within me, like, oh, no, this is a really valid point. And then when other people hear it, they will also feel, you know, that this is a valid point. So, Mm -hmm. opposed to being like, I'm waiting for people to hear this and then tell me this is a valid point. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, uh, that is a thing that I had to learn.
1: Let me tell you, this is, this is, this is another thing that I realized I had no idea. Have you ever had someone listen to your show and maybe talk to you about the show and they're like paraphrasing you and you're Mm -hmm. like, I didn't say that. (laughs) You're just like, I did (laughs) did, not. That's not what I
0: said.
1: That's (laughs) not what I said. And so, (laughs) and so it's like, I realized that I'm talking, and I'm saying what I'm saying, and I know where it's coming from. But someone else is listening, mm-hmm. and they hear it, and it means something totally different from th- for them. And you're just like, that's beautiful, but that's not what I said, <laughs> you know? And I just had to, like, right. let it go and allow it to become whatever it becomes when someone else listens to it, you know? Like, and I'm just amazed. And it's like, there's really nothing you can do about it because we all perceive and understand differently and there's nothing you can do about it but allow them to get what they get you know and it's like even if you do think you like you like you're making valid points because i know you said you don't kind of go into it like that you're like just pleasantly surprised when it happens but even if you did Mm -hmm. like it wouldn't matter because the very thing that you thought was deep didn't you know touch anyone but the thing that you thought you were just you know uh it, that was what was most impactful so it's just like you can never be certain with what's hitting who how so the podcasting yeah. it's crazy for me it's I don't have the time I'm just like I'm gonna do this and all the ones I felt like were just like crap shows got the most coming Then mm-hmm. I'm just like I, I'm gonna quit trying to know when I'm doing well or yeah. <laughs> When I'm doing bad
2: it yeah. doesn't matter. I, no, I agree. I think that's the I think that's the, another part where people, uh, especially us who do solo shows, really need to have like some type of round table discuss discussion about the do's and don'ts and the anxiety that we feel mm, um true. doing doing a show by itself because like I said, you're doing the you you see you see the process from beginning to end. You spent your week or however long getting your topics together. You've been thinking of your talking points. You've been thinking about what time you're gonna record. Um, you, you know, everything, like every, you check off all these other boxes, not to mention if you're a working adult or a family or whatever it is, you gotta check off all the other boxes, go do your show. You gotta make sure your mood is right your energy is good, you do the show, and then you're like, that show wasn't good. <laughs> and you're pick- the, the moment you're done recording it, you're picking the show apart without even putting it out. Mm-hmm. You put it out, and then, you know, you get your plays, and then I think that's another reason, which I'm so glad that, like, I'm having conversations with people about disabling their numbers or their plays, because then you do this thing where you're constantly watching the plays or looking at the plays where you're like, yeah, it should be. Yeah, I knew the show wasn't good. Because all that's doing is, like, fortifying that thought in your head. Like, right. yeah, I put the show up two days ago, and it's only got 25 plays. I knew the show wasn't that good.
1: Mm-hmm. Or,
2: like, that kind of thing. And, and, and like, we don't need to be doing that anymore. I think, I think in the realm of podcasting or anybody talking for a living, you're going to have rough days. Mm-hmm. But I, it's just like you said, it's just like you said, though, too, like, you think this show was terrible, and then in a couple of days somebody will um come and say like, "Hey, man, this thing you said really touched me, or like yo i I was having a crappy day, and then uh you said this thing about whatever, and it made me laugh, man, I really appreciate that, or man, girl, you man, you was doing this thing or whatever it is that that you do that people can feed on just to kind of get them through their day or take them out of a um a moment. The whole time you've been over here, you know, flipping out about the show, like, oh, this man, I think I'm gonna go back and delete that episode, or I'm gonna take it down, or like whatever, whatever it is. Um, and you, like you said, you don't know what they're getting from it. I mean, some people really do need it, or they feel like it's a part of their routine. Um, and it's just, I think we are our biggest critics. Yeah. Um, and so that's the thing, but I think solo host podcasters don't talk about even if you're a a solo hosted show that has like um a rotation of guests or like new guests every week i think even that in itself is stressful you're trying to find somebody that's a good fit all of that stuff i mean there's a bunch of things that we don't necessarily talk about where because in the end it's like the show needs to get made and it needs to get put out
1: right and thank you for going there on like the guest who to have on your show because i know i've talked about it. and like probably like my last episode that I posted, which was Crystal Cluttered and um, and basically from the name of the show. And like what I said when I wrapped up at the end, I just felt like I was just spewing a whole lot of random. Right. But mm-hmm. people got stuff from it. And I'm just like, OK, <laughs> you know, you just you don't know. But for me, like I have been getting guests or p- potential guests, mm-hmm. but people that right. want to come on my show and okay it's it's too it's weird for me because of course the people person the people pleaser in me is like okay why not you know but then the other portion of me is like what do they want you know and it's Mm -hmm. not like they are coming to me telling me oh i heard your show because they're saying that but they're not saying what show they heard and what part of that show Inspired them to want to come on my show because that would bring an awful lot of clarity on what you would like to speak on or talk about, Mm -hmm. which would let me know if I would like to engage that conversation or not. You know, because some of the things Mm -hmm. I've talked about, it's not up for debate. (laughs) You know, like I'm not going to debate you on this. It's no point. But there are some things that I would love, you know, to build a conversation around. So it's just like, I don't have a problem with people doing that. I just would like for them to express like hey it was this episode and it was this what you said and I want to talk about this like that would let me know everything I needed mm. to know as far as if we're going to have a conversation when and you know how and how soon and what not like so that's kind of where I was coming from with that but most people they're just like they want to come on my show and I'm like well if you want exposure I'm going to tell you something about my audience they really just like me <laughs> <laughs> you know they do I don't and I don't know why they don't
2: really do too well
1: yeah they don't they don't do too well with you know finding other people and following them to their show but they really just like me and and I couldn't tell you why they like me so if you want exposure I'm not the one and I feel like you because you used to say that you know like that you ain't getting no exposure over here (laughs) and I I feel year two I feel like that like you're not gonna get none if that's what you're after please go somewhere else and find it because you're not gonna get it unfortunately It's just not the way it works, and then that's like it's demotivating. Like it, it kind of hurts when when you know that's the aim, and you're just like, but what about the actual conversation we could have, you know? And like, and don't Mm -hmm. ask me to be on your show just so to turn around and say when can I be on yours. Well, like if you really want to be on my show, then let me know. Uh, I mean, or let me ask you, you know? And I didn't. I guess the first year in. I was just like, I'm going to ask who I want to be, who I want to talk to. And it's mainly the people I was listening to or whatever, or the people who were commenting the most. There were other podcasters. And those are the people I ended up having conversations with because those are the people I felt like made themselves accessible to me. So those are the conversations mm-hmm. I had. But like when people started like asking outside of that, um, you know, setup, it, it did become kind of suspicious and then when you did it, it was just like, okay, well, you're on our show. Can we get on your show? And I'm like, ugh, this is, this doesn't feel good. You know, and I'm big on my yeah. feelings. And <laughs> that's where it all goes bad, when it doesn't feel good. So I'm glad you went there.
2: Yeah. No, I definitely can agree. I can agree to that. Um, I went through that, um, I want to say, sometime last year. Because um, I remember everybody saying, like, oh, you got to get on Facebook, your your audience will grow if you take the show or take, you know, put your show and make a Facebook thing. And then, like, shortly after that, I did get a lot of, like, people um, being in different, like, podcast groups or, like, podcast movement groups and stuff like that and just saying, like, oh, I have a show. And then, like, I remember getting emails from people I'd never even heard of or somebody who just self-published a book um, and being like, hey, I just wrote this book. I want to come on your podcast. And I was like, "Okay, do you know what we do over here? Like, do you know this ain't? I don't know. Me and my, you know, uh, me and my listeners, we ain't really reading over here. I mean, we might be.
0: <laughs> we Not we don't
2: really need no. Yeah, we don't need no books on nest eggs or nothing like that or whatever it is that you're trying to sell right now." Right. Uh, I mean, is it other stuff you want to talk about? How do you feel about, uh, like, futuristic sex robots? <laughs> they would be like, what? And I'm like, never mind. Don't worry about it. It's cool. <laughs> uh, so, so, yeah, it would be it, – it is weird. And I think that was a thing that I had to, like, say to myself, too, because, like, we weren't able to vet people. Um, and if it felt funky, but then you were up against that, like, I don't have any material for next week. And so I did take people where I just was just like, all right, I'm going to just do the show. <laughs> I'm going to just grab them and see what happens. Um, and so it worked out in some situations. Other times it wasn't as good where I'm like, uh, yeah, that wasn't a good show. But I got something for Sunday, and I don't have to worry about it. So right, right. I think going forward was definitely like a thing where I'm like, oh, I got to definitely pick my punches. Um and definitely work with people where it's been, it is beneficial for both of us, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's a thing where where it doesn't have to be just because I came on your show, you got to come on my show, and that kind of thing. Because like you said, that feeling like, oh, yeah, I appreciate you guys asking me, and I didn't want to be rude or whatever turn y'all down, but it, it don't mesh well going the other way.
0: <laughs> so
2: <laughs> I'm going to just have to leave y'all over here and it's dope. Thank y'all. I appreciate it. That's
1: funny, (laughs) (laughs) and it's not even about it not meshing well. It's like, I like like to allow people to, like, if I really want to talk to you, I, and it's like, and we haven't done this before, I'm going to create a conversation. I'm going to send you the questions in advance, not because um you know I I don't feel like you can handle it on the spot I just really want the conversation to flow because I want you to think about the things that I'm going to possibly ask you know especially for somebody who hasn't been on my show before because I think like if you're just Mm -hmm. listening to me you might have one idea of like how the conversation would go and you know I kind of let it I kind of let it go on its own but I do want to have like a base so if we lose track we can follow something and that's just what i do i know Mm -hmm. everybody isn't the same and everybody can do it whatever work however it works for them but for me like that's how i like it and saying all that to say we have a show that's been the show in the making for some time (laughs) the real topic of Mm -hmm. this show um like how long have we been talking about talking about this
2: um, this might have been <laughs> almost a year. Almost it might have been almost a year ago. Almost. Almost. Yeah, no, it was at the it was at the top of this year. Yeah, yeah, it was at the top of this year. Okay. It was a New Year's episode. Yeah.
1: hmm Yeah. And it's just 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 first of all, just to accept that like there's a lot of things that we would like to talk about as podcasters as solo hosts and sometimes we mm-hmm. have to let it come about organically people don't understand right. and that's how I feel like the process of topics not being available are you not having things to talk about like every week or whatever is because some things just have to happen on their own and
2: mm-hmm. like
1: a million ideas are pop in my head probably in a day but there's only going to be like 10 of them that actually actualize And I promise you, some of those ideas aren't going to actualize until like six months later. I have no control over it, but I allow Mm. it to happen. And that's when I feel like my shows feel more effortless. And my personality, if if I'm being my best, it should come off effortless for me. When I feel like I'm trying, I'm kind of like in my head and I don't feel good about it and I'm going to go somewhere and hide. But if it feels effortless and I can stand behind it proudly, like, yes. <laughs> yes. That's, that's yeah, what Yeah, no, is. I
0: agree.
1: <laughs> yeah. Today, we have quotes about growth. Strength and growth come only through continuous effort and struggle. Napoleon Hill. Growth means change, and change involves risk. Stepping from the known to the unknown. One can choose to go back towards safety or forward towards growth. Growth must be chosen again and again. Fear must be overcome again and again. And that's from Abraham Maslow. Growth is never by mere chance. It is the result of forces working together, and that's from James Penny, or Penny. Every success story is a tale of constant adaptation, revision, and change. Growth and comfort do not coexist. That's from Lucini Rometti. Catch on fire if you must. Sometimes everything needs to burn to the ground so that we may grow. And that's from AJ Lawless. And one more. It does not matter how slowly you go as long as you do not stop. Confucius. All right, guys. That is going to conclude this episode. I'm going to leave you... With some parting words that I hope to make a staple with ending the show. As you know, never neglect your dream and stop denying your truth. Okay, guys, have a great week. Goodbye.